Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 115. So, as many of you probably know, because we've mentioned it in some recent episodes, we just got back from one of our longest Disney trips in a while. We went for a couple of weekends earlier this year, three or four days. This one was five days. So, we're excited to chat about that. We experienced a lot of new things on this trip. We tried to venture outside of our comfort zone while still hitting the essentials. So we're excited to chat about this one. Yeah, this was a really fun trip. Um, It was in the middle of July, and I don't think we were mentally prepared for how hot it was going to be, even though we tried really, really hard. But it was a great trip, and we got to meet up with a lot of great people. So we're excited to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it a few times before. It is still so weird to us to meet up with people that we've met online in the parks. In a good way. Yeah. It's it's just kind of surreal to be able to, like, talk to people in person that we're so used to just talking to on Instagram or just, you know, interviewing and talking to people through the podcast. It's so different to me in real life. <laughs> but mm. it's fun. Yeah. It is a lot of fun. So this is actually going to be part one of two for these for this trip report. So today we're going to be covering the first couple of days, and then we'll be back on Friday to cover the rest of the trip. So day one, Tuesday. Why did we fly down on a Tuesday? I it, Maybe it was just the cheapest. Maybe it was just the way that the days worked out because we did actually have to switch rooms for this one. So we were lucky enough to go on some DVC points for kind of the first four days of our trip. So maybe that's why. Yeah, because I think we wanted to center it around Moonlight Magic and Lion King. And we didn't want to use DVC points on a weekend because they're more expensive. Yeah, that makes sense. And we so we tried to make the most of our trip financially. So we flew in on all the cheapest flights. So on Tuesday, we're obviously not morning people. We've said that multiple times. We woke up at the crack of dawn literally we were at the airport by 4 30 um we left nashville at 5 55 and we were in orlando before i usually wake up in the summer <laughs> so it was an early morning uh, we were able to get some starbucks once we got there and we hopped on the magical express yeah it was actually a full flight yes we were not expecting that because we've taken those really early flights before and one time, it was so empty that each person was able to have their own row. And we were on Southwest, in case you are wondering. So everyone had their own row. That was definitely not the case. We were kind of shocked. Mm-hmm. Just in general, the airport was packed. Yep. So I think we landed just before 9 a.m. Eastern time. You know, like Catherine said, we got some Starbucks in the airport and then got on the Magical Express. For the first time in my life, you guys will think I'm so spoiled. We had the second stop on the Magical Express. I've always been a first stop resort person. I don't know how it's lucked out that way, but I was like super disappointed that I had to sit. (laughs) That he had to wait. But it went so quickly. I was really surprised. 
yeah, it was really quick. So it was a good little ride. And then once we got to our resort, we stayed at Old Key West. And we were excited to have a pool day. So that is taking it slow for us because we are always just like go into the parks and run until you're on empty, which we did some of that. But I was really excited to have a pool day. So we spent the first couple of hours of our day at the pool. They have a slide and it's shaped kind of like a sandcastle with like you, um, you come out through like a Mickey head. So it was really fun. We did that like three times with all the kids. Yep, we were the only adults in there, but... I don't think we were. Some parents, I guess parents went down, if that counts. Yeah, they were like supervising their toddlers. (laughs) But we were not the only adults, so it was fun. The stairs are slippery when wet, so that was a a fall hazard. That is such an old person thing to say. (laughs) Maybe it's a teacher thing to say. Yeah. Don't but, don't fall on the wet stairs. Although the pool was fairly busy, especially as we stayed like closer towards lunchtime, I really enjoyed that pool because we got some chairs like off to the side a little bit, got some sun for you, some shade for me, and it really worked out. I didn't ever feel crowded in that area. No, no. It was definitely a nice little spot. Um very, I mean, really pretty secluded. For the first maybe hour and a half that we were there, nobody sat around us. So it was nice. Yeah. So we didn't spend as much time there as we originally planned. A, because we were super tired because we woke up at three o'clock <laughs> central time. And then B, our room was ready really early. Yeah. So we got lucky. We were able to go back to our room and my sister met up with us. And then we decided at first we thought we were going to try to venture out to Disney Springs for lunch. And then we realized if we did that, we wouldn't be able to take a nap. So we stayed and we ate at Olivia's, which we really enjoyed. I think now we've had breakfast and lunch at Olivia's. I think I prefer breakfast. I would agree. It was good for lunch, but it like the breakfast left me the breakfast was bomb. It was. So I, I do think it's a great place for anybody to check out. You can always grab a reservation. We grabbed that reservation same day. Just, like 15 minutes before we actually wanted to eat there. <laughs> yeah. Although it was weird. We did need the reservation. Like they weren't taking walk-ups. Yeah. So, you know, you just have to play the My Disney Experience app a little bit to get the time that you want. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty affordable for what it is. Yeah, and especially because something that we didn't realize at Old Key West, if you ever stay there, they don't have like a food court. Basically, all they have for kind of like your quick service eating is they have a little window that you basically just walk up to and you can get, you know, sandwiches, hot dogs, hamburgers, just kind of your basic things. And then they just have picnic tables outside for you to eat at. So it's not like your typical, you know, like Port Orleans Riverside or, you know, the All-Star Resorts or basically any other hotel that we've ever stayed at on Disney property where they have like a food court set up. Well, yeah, like even the Poly doesn't have a food court, but it does have a quick service location that has better food than just like hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess maybe not a food court, but a good inside place to get a meal yeah i do want to mention for any of our old key west fanatics there is another place to eat back at the other pool that we never went to 
Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, we never made it that far. I don't think it's inside seating either. I think it's more of a pool bar, but I do. they do have some food there as well. So maybe that has better options that we just didn't get a chance to check out. Yeah, we were not about to walk over there or even catch the bus because the buses we found to pretty much make the, a whole lap around the resort, it took like 18 to 20 minutes, honestly. So it's one heck of a bus ride. Yeah, it was like a catch-22. We were the first stop, so we could always get a seat. But then you had to sit through the whole thing. So, I mean, honestly, that first night, where'd we go? Magic Kingdom? Mm -hmm. It took us an hour to get there. It really did. Yeah. So it's just kind of weighing your options. We can talk about that as we go further on about other options. We're a a sucker for Uber. Yeah. It's just so quick. And like eight bucks is so negligible when you're in Walt Disney World. Like that's just like (laughs) pennies compared to anything else. It's like a snack. (laughs) Yeah. So we ate lunch, went to Olivia's. Do you remember what you had? Oh, you just put me on the spot. What did I have? You had a shrimp po' boy. I did. And that's not something that I would ever usually order, but it just sounded really good. And it was good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It had a lot of flavor, actually. Mm Mm-hmm. I had some burger of some sort. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. We also had the conch fritters and... And they had tortilla soup. And I know that's weird to eat in July, but it was so funny. The day before, we went to Chick-fil-A, and I literally ranted about how I would kill for some of their tortilla soup. <laughs> so when the waitress told us that was the soup of the day, I had to get it. Was it as good as Chick-fil-A? No. Chick-fil-A tortilla soup is superior. So that evening... We went over to Magic Kingdom. So this was our first time meeting up with some friends. We were there for the first little while by ourselves. I know we rode Space Mountain and maybe something. Uh, No, because then we got rained on. We were going to do Big Thunder and it went down as we basically as we were walking up to it because there was some thunder and I don't know if there was actually ever lightning, but it definitely rained. So that's when we decided to hide out mm-hmm. for a little bit and wait. And it passed quickly like it always does. Yeah. So the first friends that we met up with is Sarah and Jeff. So we did, I think we saw Sarah and Jeff every day. So hopefully they didn't <laughs> get too tired of us, but we had such a blast hanging out with them. So we grabbed a quick bite to eat and then we were just kind of exploring around the park. And then we got a message from Lewis, Disney Nuts. Who I interviewed, I don't even remember the number. I think it's in the teens or the 20s. Early on. Very early on. Lewis is one of the nicest people on the planet. So we were so excited to hear that he was in Magic Kingdom. So that immediately put Jeff and I in photography mode. So then you and Sarah got to hang out for a little while as well. What did y'all do? Um, We just kind of hopped around we ended up riding um the voyage of the little mermaid because of course there wasn't a wait. we initially wanted to do um mine train because one of our you know our fast passes um turned into like a multi-experience so we thought about doing that and then of course it got all backed up because everyone else had the same idea so we just kind of idled around and it was fun we watched the fireworks show Um, from behind the castle so it was a new kind of spot for us um, because we always like to see the projections and we stand in front of the castle but if you just want to watch the fireworks without the complete show 
it was still a really good uh, kind of spot to stand next to like the mine train. Yeah. So we tried some, Jeff and Lewis and I tried some alternative fireworks um, locations to take pictures. So we were shooting them over Beast Castle. It was fun. I don't know if it's like one of my favorite spots, but it was interesting to try to get that challenge because Beast Castle is so small. Mm-hmm. It was hard to like get everything in frame, um, but we'll talk about that. You know, you'll see some of those on our Instagram coming up if I can salvage <laughs> some of them. What else do we do? Is that about it for what we did in Magic Kingdom? We stayed fairly late taking pictures. And I was dead. I mean, I was like crawling out of there by the time we left. Um, because it was still, that day seemed to just go on for forever. Not that that's a bad thing. We made the most of our time, but I was dead tired. So this was one of our first, this was our first time in Magic Kingdom, I think, staying past close. Mm -hmm. We've done it in Hollywood Studios before in Animal Kingdom, but this was our first time staying in Magic Kingdom. Wasn't it pretty surreal to see like completely empty areas with no guests? Oh, yeah. I mean, we you guys are back in Fantasyland, and we are waiting for you. And it is – it's it's definitely surreal. I don't even know kind of what to think about it because you're so used to seeing it just jam-packed with people. So it was fun to kind of feel like you were alone in the park. Yeah, of course you have to play the cast member game a little bit, trying to get into areas and trying to squeak out every last minute – that you could but what was your excuse um so there were two that we used either my stroller is up there and then they let you pass which i don't know how they like it was me and jeff they can't deny that your stroller is back there that's true but it was me and jeff and we're both like carrying tripods (laughs) (laughs) so it's like i don't know maybe they they just just, don't ask questions they don't ask questions or my wife is in there (laughs) that's always a good one so just in case you ever need a good excuse, those seem to work. Yep. So, yeah, we were able to do that. We worked our way from Fantasyland and, like, Storybook Circus and worked our way around to Tomorrowland. So Tomorrowland is one of the areas that they leave open that you can get into really, you know, far past park close before they start funneling you back into the hub. Mm-hmm. We didn't get as many empty hub pictures. We would have if we would have been able to stick it out longer, but we were dead tired. Yeah, and it wasn't just us. Everyone else was, you know, inching that way and kind of wimping out too. Maybe it was out of like sympathy, like a pity, a pity leave. I don't know. But it was fun. So the next day was Wednesday, and that was our Animal Kingdom day. One of many Animal Kingdom days. One of many. It was the whole theme for our trip. So we spent a lot of time at Animal Kingdom, and it was a day that we were really, really excited for, and we got a late start, so we definitely slept in, and then it was really unfortunate. I woke up with, like, a migraine, so I was kind of cranky when I woke up. I Once we got to Animal Kingdom, I made us find an air-conditioned spot, but fun fact... Pizzafari is actually open before they're actually up and running. So that was kind of the first place that we ran into. 
and we were able to walk right in, sit at a table for a little while. There was some air conditioning, and there were actually a lot of other people kind of doing the same thing. So, like, some families with kids. There were some people in there just hanging out. There's one guy working on a laptop. Yeah, there there were actually two. There was a lady in there, too, Mm. working on a laptop. So, I guess if you, you know, are hustling at Disney, that's a good place to go sit with some Wi-Fi. If we ever live there, I'm just going to do that on random days. Just daily. (laughs) Yeah. That was so relaxing in there. It was. It was nice. So, um, we did that. And then what else did we do before lunch? Well, we went and rode Everest. Oh, Everest. So the perfect ride for someone with a migraine. But you were better by then, right? Yeah, like feeling yeah I a little took bit... some, some headache medicine and I was fine. It just takes a while. Um, so we rode Everest. Always a crowd pleaser. We actually sat in the front. So we never ask to sit in the back. It usually just kind of works out that way that we sit in the back. Um, but this time they sat us in row one and it was actually really cool because when they, um, kind of put you up, you know, right before it goes backwards on the tracks, when you're so far up, you can see out and it's almost like, you know, you're going up the mountain at the very beginning. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Where you can view Hollywood studios and Epcot. Yeah, so that was really cool because it does stop and you kind of have a moment to sit there and look at everything. And then, of course, it whips you backwards and that's a lot of fun. Yeah, you get a good view from of Galaxy's Edge while you're up there. Yeah, and that actually happened to us both times that we rode Everest. So that was a lot of fun. My favorite, I love, like, normally I'm single rider because we have your sister with us. So I'm in the row and then I get a single rider put with me. The last two times we've had, like, young teenage kids Mm -hmm. and both times they're like if you look that way you can see epcot or hollywood studios (laughs) and like you the tips yeah like and i just go along with it like oh that is so cool you know i don't want to say i know i know i do this all the time (laughs) (laughs) but that's so fun like you know to experience things like that that with someone who maybe doesn't get to ride it as often yeah that excitement definitely kind of rubs off on you yeah the front was good for that for the backwards portion though mm-hmm. you yeah. got the full effect of the you know it still feel i know you don't go upside down but it does feel like it yeah when it rushes you back it is kind of a bummer though when you do start going down some of those hills and you just like inch 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 before you actually get going but you overall were... i didn't hate the front no. no it was good good experience so I think that was it that we did in Animal Kingdom because we got a late start and then sat in Pizza Fari for a while. <laughs> we pretty much left right after that to try one of the new restaurants that was on our list for this trip. Yeah. I don't know if it's new, new. It was new to us. So we went to Sanaa. I didn't say it was new to Disney World. I just said you it was said new. said it was new. That counts. I... It, it could have been misconstrued. Well, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Sanaa is an old restaurant, but new to us. <laughs> So, but it, we went there for the first time, and we were really excited. We were excited, of course. Bread service is the menu item that you have to get. Um, so, Sarah and Jeff, adults in Disney, met up with, with us there as well. They were not with us in the morning for Catherine's migraine escapade, but um, they were there for lunch. So, they got a bread service to share between themselves and then you me and your sister got one to share and i think that worked out perfectly i would say like two to three is like a comfortable 
maybe four is a comfortable sharing ratio. Yeah, I think we all would have been disappointed if we just got one to share between the five of us. So it was good that we got kind of our own. Um, And it's a lot of food. You know, even when our actual meals came, like our lunches, we still had a pretty significant amount of our bread service left. I mean, it was gone by the time we left, but it's a lot. It's like a big appetizer. Yep. So I think it came with nine different sauces. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of different styles of non bread. Which was your favorite? Of the sauces? Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of any of them, but I like the spicy one that did not have jalapenos in it. I agree. It was a red sauce. Yeah, we really like spice. So, I mean, I know like Sarah said that it was kind of too spicy for her and she didn't like it. So, I think it just depends on your tolerance but that one might have been my favorite too the one with jalapeno that was also spicy i had two scoops of it the first one was fine it didn't bother me at all the second one and i don't know if it just had more seeds in it or something lit me up like i was not in good shape after that (laughs) it took me a while to recover i i did like the yogurt sauce to try to get like some dairy to to cool it off a little bit that's hilarious i think the only one that i genuinely didn't like was the garlic one it had like chunks of garlic in it it's like whole cloves yeah it was just a really strong flavor i wonder for you guys who have done that in the past let us know is that how it always is like a full clove or do they grind it up a little bit more other times because it was odd can you imagine taking a bite with like that whole chunk in there oh your breath would stink for days (laughs) it'd be kicking (laughs) but i can't we shared a meal and we shared an entree at that one it was chicken something but i can't remember what it was but it was basically just non-bed non (laughs) non (laughs) non-bed i was gonna say non-bread as a base but that's kind of a bed too yeah and then a bed of rice and then the chicken on top of it. It yeah. was good. I definitely tried to pick something safe. I I almost wish we would have picked something without non bread because it was like overload with everything. But it was definitely a safer choice since I'm not an adventurous eater. But it was all good. I mean, we'll definitely probably go back in the future. Yeah, and Sarah and Jeff had a great point of what they do as well. The lounge that you can go to there has does not take reservations. You just walk up. It's a pretty big lounge, and you can get the full menu of Sanaa there as well. So if you just want to go for bread service, that is a really easy, quick in-and-out option. The only downside is you can't see the savannah from there. Yeah, but the, and it's a little darker. It is a little bit darker, but I thought the theming was pretty cool in there. And we waited in there for a few minutes. That bartender was awesome very fast i mean even sarah and jeff went in there to grab a drink while we waited for our table and they were probably in and out of there in like three minutes yeah it was super fast so if you guys have not checked that out of course jumbo house is the more popular building at animal kingdom lodge sanaa is in kadani um so this time it was the first bus stop which i don't know if it's always that way i've always remembered jumbo first but we went to the bus dropped us off straight at Kadani, much smaller lobby, 
But the same feel. The same feel. The savannah was... A little smaller, but the animals were closer. The animals were closer. We saw a lot of animals. We saw wildebeest, giraffes, zebra. um, Some birds. Some random birds that I don't know the names of. They're like cranes. And like the... The one with the orange kind of poof that looks like a crown. It's probably like a crown-headed build something. <laughs> we saw him. Or her. Or her. We saw it. Can't assume they're ginger. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had a kid tell me that once in class. I, I told you about that. It was really funny. I always refer to animals as he's. Um, I guess just because our dog, you know, initially was a he. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a kid once tell me that I can't assume the gender. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It's 2019, Catherine. You never know what's going to come out of their mouths. Get with the program. So after we ate our pretty good meal at Sanaa, and again, it was not too crazy expensive, I didn't think. It, the bill, of course, we split an entree, so that helped. And it was more than enough food. And my sister had a 40% off cast discount. She did have a discount. But if you were like an AP or DVC, you could have gotten a discount as well and knocked some of that off or Tables in Wonderland. Um, but I would say like if you just got bread service and then you split an entree like we did, you can get out of there for 50 bucks, right? Probably. Probably. Which is reasonable for a table service at Disney, I feel like. Yeah, I would agree. And it's a good atmosphere. So definitely would recommend that. After that, what did we do? The theme of our whole trip. We napped. We took another nap. We're not proud of it. but I, it, You know what? You got to do what you got to do. We, we, are, we have been converted to nap people. And I'm let me tell you, I'm worthless after a nap. I mean, I nap and I'm just down for the count. Like, done for the day. So, I had to nap and rally. We, one of our mistakes was I kept setting the thermostat in our room to, like, 68 <laughs> degrees. So, you know, you get under the covers and you're, you're all snug. You're warm and it's so cold out there on the outside that you just convince <laughs> yourself that you can stay there all day. So, don't make the same mistake that we did. Or you'll get trapped in bed for longer than you want to. <laughs> but it was it was good. So, of course, we went back to Animal Kingdom. We met back up with Sarah and Jeff. And um, we had our Flight of Passage Fast Pass. So this was the first time that we have ever had a Fast Pass for Flight of Passage. It was amazing. We basically just walked up and then they put us in the line um, to go into the... Um, like the viewing rooms. Pre, the pre-show. The pre-show rooms. Um, walked right up, right in, and, you know, obviously it's a longer ride because of all the pre-shows. But, you know, we were kind of in and out. I was really impressed. Because some fast pass lines still take you a while. No. That one was really quick. Yeah. Space Mountain took us a while. Mm-hmm. Whenever we use that. The line was... <sighs> it was... Bad, bad, bad. I think they were having some loading issues. That Yeah, I think loading issues. But it just got so hot. You're like cramped. It was so humid. Whew, I don't want to think about that. Yeah, we're jumping all over the place. Yeah. But back to Flight of Passage. That was my second time ever on the ride. Your third time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the best ride on property, I think. It's, I'm, I'm not saying it's my favorite, 
But as far as just like technology and immersion, I think it's got to be the best. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Just the different scenes and the places that it takes you to. I mean, they're honestly breathtaking. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you feel like you're there. So it really is the best ride. I mean, and that's why we've waited for hours in the past to ride it. Yeah. Yeah. So then after that, we ate at Satuli Canteen, which is my favorite quick service restaurant on property. It's just, it's nice to be able to eat there and then not leave feeling gross about yourself. It is very high quality food. And if you do it right, you can get like a semi-healthy meal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I always get the rice base, which if I eat too much of it, then I can leave feeling too full. But the the chicken is just like really good there. It's just good quality. So yeah. we always like eating there. Um, and then really after Satuli, we didn't do much else. Yes, we did. We went to Ample Hills and got ice cream. <gasps> we did. Yes. I, <laughs> so funny story. When I woke up from my nap and I was kind of grumpy because, like I said, I'm not good after naps. The first thing I told Brendan is, I want ice cream. So we told Sarah and Jeff, and they were down. So Ample Hills seemed like the best place. And I got a flight of ice cream. Six different flavors. That is what dreams are made of right there. <laughs> is that it, the highlight of the whole trip? It it was amazing. I mean, Lion King obviously is right up there. But ice cream flights should be a thing everywhere. Mm-hmm. That was great. I got an ice cream cookie sandwich. That was really good. We were trying to decide. Maybe you guys can help us settle this debate. You know, Beaches and Cream is right there across the lake. You can walk walk to Beach Club and get it there. We've never had it. We've had Ample Hills, and we know that we love it. So that's why we went with what we knew. But Beaches and Cream gets a lot of love. Mm -hmm. People love that place. They book fast passes the moment they open 180 days in advance if you want the food. <laughs> it is something, I don't know, probably not too many of you listen to us for planning advice. But if you just want ice cream, you don't need a reservation to go to Beaches and Cream. You can just go to the walk-up win- window. Yeah. I was very satisfied with my care by going to Ample Hills. But I, w- I am interested in trying Beaches and Cream. We'll do it someday. We, of course, we walked over there just to look at uh, Yacht and Beach Club because we've never been there before. A, because it is super hard to book DVC rooms there, we found, at least the times of year that we want to go. Because we normally go during festival season and everybody wants to be there so they can walk through International Gateway into Epcot. But we will be back. I would love to stay there. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. And that pool... I mean, we'd have to block out a whole day for that pool day. We love a good pool day. Yeah. Sand, it's a sand bottom pool. And they have a pirate ship slide. And I mean, a lazy river. Come on. That's like all your dreams come true. And Amber Hills with the ice cream flight is right across the lake. Ugh. Can't get any better. So Wednesday was a good day. Yeah. Overall. So, Started rough, ended good. So last thing we're going to cover is on Thursday, we had a VIP tour. But before we do that, mm-hmm. we're going to hear a message from our partners. Where do you normally stay on your Walt Disney World trips? 
Are you like us and you normally book cash rooms at the All-Star or Pop Century Value Resorts? Don't get me wrong, those are wonderful resorts, but staying in a deluxe resort at Walt Disney World is a whole new world, pun intended. Renting points is such a great way to try out DVC for a stay and get a feel for what those deluxe resorts have to offer. The best part is you can rent points for a fraction of the cost of a cash reservation. Sometimes it's even comparable to booking a value room. So head over to detourtoneverland.com forward slash DVC to learn more and get a price quote today. So we're back and we are here to talk about our VIP tour. And I have to say, this is honestly something that me and Brendan never thought we'd have the opportunity to do. So this was definitely a really special and a really fun day for us. And we got to spend it with some of our friends, which yeah. is just even better. So we were told by Sarah and Jeff, adults in Disney, that they were reserving us for that full day. They also <laughs> told us Lizzie would be there beforehand. So yeah. the wonderful thing about Lizzie, one of our favorite people. So we were already excited and we maybe had some ideas about like what could be going on. They told us how much money we needed to bring. So we're trying to piece that together. And just like what kind of clothes and like, you know, just what you should be prepared for like a full day. So we showed up, Magic Kingdom. They asked us to get there at 8.50. They we were, were on time. We were on time and they were all taking bets on if we would be late. And we, we made it. We were there. So proud of us. We'll get up for special events. <laughs> yeah, and Slinky Dog. <laughs> Those are the two things we wake up for. Yeah. So we met at Casey's Corner right there next to the... The piano. The piano that morning and just kind of pieced it together and figure out who our group was for that day. So who all did we have with us? So it was us and then, of course, Sarah and Jeff and Lizzie and then... Um, we also met up with Ernie and Paige, and then another new person that we had never met before, so Wesley. So all friends of Sarah and Jeff, all people who love Disney and are a part of the Disney community. So Wesley um, and Ernie both do photography, um, and then of course Paige is with Ernie, and she was really nice, and she is a teacher too, so that's a lot of fun. Yep, and she has an Instagram as well. Mm -hmm. So we'll try to tag those in our show notes if you guys want to connect with those people. We tagged them in our stories when we were there today, there as well, if you got a chance to see those. Um, but so yeah. It was a really fun group, um, and we were all just kind of down for what, wherever the day took us. So Tarl was our tour guide, and Tarl is the bomb. He is just like a walking Disney World dictionary. He has all the answers to your questions. He was just so great. He was a great guy. He didn't hold back on some things as well, which I thought was really interesting because a lot of times you get very like cookie cutter answers from cast members on particular things. But Tarl shared his real opinion on some things, specifically like Skyliners and stuff like that. <laughs> We're not going to share those here. But it was really refreshing to not just get, like, the press release answer to a lot of things. Yeah, he was a cool guy. He was very cool. He was so, a Diz nerd like the rest of us. So we're not we're going to spare you, like, every single minute detail of what we did. But essentially, we worked our way through all four parks 
pretty much all of the e-ticket attractions. Mm -hmm. And that's um, another way that Tarl was really helpful because he knew like the exact kind of routes to take to maximize our time. So we just hop, hop, hopped. You know, the great thing about a VIP tour, if you don't know much about them, is you have your tour guide and they're basically able to get you in the fast pass line for whatever attraction that you want to ride. So, you know, that's kind of where you save time. So we worked our way through each one of those parks. The only ride that we did twice was Slinky Dog Dash. Does that make you happy? Oh, I was so happy. That's just such a cool ride. And that's another one that's a real treat for us because it is so hard to get on. Yeah. We didn't have to wake up at the crack of dawn to do it. We rode it first time in the front, second time in the back. So we got both. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. But let's, let's. Take through the parks. Don't skip ahead to Slinky Dog yet. Well, we were trying not to go through every minute details. I'm just going with the flow. Gotcha. Yeah. So in Magic Kingdom, we started kind of and went left to right. We did Splash, Big Thunder, Peter Pan, Seven Dwarves, Space. Was that it? I believe so. I believe that was it. Mine Train? Did you say Mine Train? Yep. Okay. So... Look, we've we've been very outspoken about Mine Train in the past. Here's what I'll say. When I got to walk right onto it, I really enjoyed the ride. <laughs> I was going to say, we had a great time. And again, it, it might have just been because it's not something that we do all the time. But if you don't have to wait for it, then it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. The only one that we didn't, the, the, there's two that we didn't do in Magic Kingdom, and that was Pirates and Haunted Mansion. But those are so easy to grab fast passes for. I wasn't too sad that we missed those. Yeah, no. And definitely, you know, when you, we have se- you have seven hours with your tour guide. So you are always trying to think strategically, like, how can you make the most of your time? And if they're not, like, automatic yeses, like, must-dos, then you skip it. Yeah. So from there, we went to Animal Kingdom. And basically what they do is they take you in a van, and they'll give you water and stuff, and they'll take you to the back entrances of the rides, which is really cool to see because, I mean, you're getting, it's like a separate tour, like a behind the scenes kind of look at everything. So at one point when we were driving up to Animal Kingdom, we drove up to like the back of Kilimanjaro Safari, which I thought was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it like you could see the big panels where they do the sunset, and it's interesting. Like you see all these fences, and, and like it, the buildings are labeled. Yeah, and he said like these fences aren't to keep our animals in; it's to keep the native wildlife out. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting to look at it that way. You know, there was like the animal hospital, and they have like a quarantine area where if they were to get a new animal, that they'd have to stay there and to make sure they didn't. Have, bring any viruses or anything in with them so it was really awesome so first tarl drove us over to dinosaur and just said he walked us up these set of stairs opened the door and we just happened to be in the gift shop of dinosaur it was amazing just like what here i am it was just like magic it was honestly hard to process sometimes yeah because you're you're backstage, you know, you can't take pictures back there, which was fine. Like, we, yeah. we don't want to spoil the magic for anybody. But 
And then you're just like right in the middle of everything. So yes. it's like a very quick change. Yeah. So rode Dinosaur. And then... And we rode Everest. And Yep. And then we rode Everest. I forgot about that one. And then instead of making us walk all the way to the other side of the park, Charles said, get back in the van. And he drove us around the park and parked at um, Pandora. We literally walked straight into Pandora. Again, it was like magic. Yep. So we didn't get to do the boats um, because it was down, but we did get to do Flight of Passage, which again, amazing. Such a treat for us. Um, And then they took us to Hollywood Studios. So that was cool again. Um, We got some water. We got some snacks. Everyone (laughs) loves a good snack. They had a great variety. (laughs) They had like sweet snacks, salty snacks, crackers. Um, Skittles. I got some Starburst. So... You know, you just kind of load up on some snacks, and then you just keep walking. We had, like, one bathroom break <laughs> while we were on the tour. Um, the only time we really ate was those little snacks. Um, just because you're trying to maximize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's not that we were, like, constantly, like, running from one place to the other because they do drive you basically right to where you want to be. Um, you just get a lot done. So the first thing we did was Toy Story Mania. I won. Not, like, the whole cart, but I beat Brendan, which is all that matters. We are so bad at that game. We? Speak for yourself. I won. Jeff beat us by 200,000 points. (laughs) Well, he goes a lot more than we do. So that doesn't count. If we're we're ever locals, that is our... Our goal. Yeah. Beat Jeff. We're going to be galactic heroes on Space Ranger Spin every time. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that. I mean, honestly, that takes talent. I don't know what you've got to hit. I'm sure there's some secret out there, but that kind of ruins the fun, too, if you just know, hey, I have to hit this one thing. Yeah. I mean, because it's got to be just, like, one thing. Yeah. So then after that's when we did Slinky Dog Dash twice. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. Like we said, we rode on the front end and the butt end. Um, And then we headed over. We skipped Star Tours. And we did kind of the two thrill rides over in Tower and Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, and so both of those were great, too. Um, nothing out of the ordinary Yeah, for those. It's a good time. So from there, they took us to Epcot. And our goal in Epcot was to be able to do Soarin', Test Track, and then Frozen. Um, so we, when they pulled up, you know, they let us ride in to Soarin'. Which, again, was so cool. It was, like, right into the little waiting area. Yeah, like, right where you, like, get in to the ride. Ooh, ooh, one thing. If you if nobody wants to have any, like, backstage thing spoiled, skip ahead 30 seconds. But in Animal Kingdom, did you guys know that Navi River Journey and Flight of Passage are in the same building? That was a fun fact. Yeah. They sit on top of each other. So Navi River Journey is on the first floor. And then I think Flight of Passage, what did they say, like two through four or something? It's a ginormous building. Mm-hmm. But you would, when you're in the park, you would never realize that they connect back into the same building. Yeah. So that was cool. Crazy. All right. Sorry. Fact. Back to Epcot. We also, okay. So this kind of goes with both of those. Our, my big question to Tarl was which screen is bigger, Soarin' or Flight of Passage? I'll give you a second to scream out your answer. 
it's light of passage <laughs> by a lot he said yeah which you all you don't i mean you know it's big but i feel like with soren because you're in the screen it feels bigger almost i don't know i was kind of surprised to hear what that. do you mean by in the screen just because it like wraps around you a little bit yeah oh uh, yeah i don't know because it's I don't know. It's just a different feel, I guess. Yeah. Between the two. So, in case you were ever wondering, Flight of Passage is bigger. Um, but basically, when we got to Epcot, we did Soren, and then it monsooned. Definitely the hardest rain that we saw while we were down there. Yep. So, it just... When you when we had done that much in the day, it just wasn't worth it to get soaked to run over to Test Tracker Frozen. Well, so, Test Track was closed. Test Track was closed because it was pouring. And so probably what no person has ever done on a VIP tour before, we rode Living with the Land with Tarl. <laughs> so absolutely no wait. Just walked right on. But it was fun to hear Tarl's like, commentary yeah. throughout. But here's what was interesting about that ride. You know, of course, you go through a lot of greenhouses back there. They have a ton of leaks in there. I mean, it was almost everywhere you looked, there was water coming through. I think at some points there was water coming up. What do you mean up? Like, I don't, I just remember like looking at a sidewalk or something and I could almost see the water bubbling up. <laughs> I don't, it was, it was a lot of rain. It was a lot it of rain. It was coming in everywhere. That was interesting. And, be, and you saw a lot of people on like the behind the seeds tour. Mm-hmm. They were inside a greenhouse getting water poured getting on them. Getting dripped on, Yeah. It was interesting. They were wearing ponchos inside. So, but it was fun. And then that was kind of the end of that. And basically, once our tour ended, we were pretty hungry. So we just went over to Mexico, um, ate some quick service. Sarah and Jeff recommended like the corn from kind of the margarita stand in Mexico. So we tried that. We had some nachos. And then we went to nap. (laughs) We did go to nap because that night was our... DVC Moonlight Magic, but you're going to have to tune in on Friday to hear talk, hear us talk about that and the rest of our trip. But I want to make sure that we put it out there. We know that VIP Tours has completely spoiled us. And I we don't take, you know, what's the right way of saying it? I don't take it for granted by any means on how special that day was. So first of all, thank you to Adults in Disney for setting that up. And we got to hang out with some really fun people, both Lizzie and some new people that we got to meet. But there was I remember at one point when we left Animal Kingdom and went to Hollywood Studios, we rode Flight of Passage, Toy Story Mania, and then Slinky Dog back to back. That is a dream come true. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, like I said, it's not something that we ever expected to be able to do, and it's not something that we ever really expect to do again. You know, it was kind of just like a a magical, fun day, so we're definitely very grateful for the opportunity, and if you're ever put in a, in a scenario where you get to go, or maybe you win the jackpot or the lottery or something and you can go, I mean, I I think it was worth it. It was so worth it. I agree. But, you know, some trips we don't get to ride Slinky Dog and Flight of Passage in the same trip. We rode them within a matter of 30 minutes. Yeah. So 
we were completely blown away. It set the tone for the entire rest of the trip. We were on cloud nine. But thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode. We will be back on Friday to give the details on the rest of our trip. Still some fun things to come with Moonlight Magic. And the Lion King. And the Lion King. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday if you're listening to this on release day. And we'll chat with you on Friday. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.